Hi brothers and sisters, this is John Casilag. Welcome to Faces and Masks, brought to you by Pathways of Hope. Today, Holy Tuesday, let me share my reflections on the life of John the Apostle. First, we want to distinguish between him and John the Baptist, who was the cousin of Jesus. John the Apostle was the son of Zebedee and was among the first of the apostles to be called together with James. He was a fisherman, it was a very popular occupation at that time, and he was among those who had left their nets and followed him, referring to Jesus. Tradition credits John with writing five books in the Bible, the Gospel of John, 1, 2, and 3 John, and the Book of Revelation. Accounts say that he was also the only apostle to die of natural causes. Together with Peter and James, he was one of the three disciples considered closest to Jesus, and there are Bible accounts where they witnessed things that no one else did, including the healing of the daughter of Jairus, the transfiguration, and Jesus asking them to keep watch in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night that he was arrested. In the events of Jesus' life involving John, the most significant would have been the scene at the crucifixion where Jesus, about to breathe his last, asked John to take care of his mother Mary, where no other apostle dared to come near to the cross for fear of arrest, it was the apostle John who was present when Jesus died. And among all scripture references to him, perhaps the most popular was that he was called John the Beloved or the disciple whom Jesus loved, suggesting a special bond between him and Jesus and maybe if Jesus would have, would have played favorites or if he would have had a teacher's pet, the Apostle John would have been it. But for all the witnessing, teaching, bravery, and accomplishments of this Apostle, he would not have been spared the frailty, temptations, and sin. After all, he was human, subject to the same weakness and inclinations as you and I today. What would have been another side of this Apostle? Well, first, he may have had a temper. And some scholars speculate this to be the reason why he and his brother James were also referred to by Jesus as sons of thunder. In Luke chapter 9, verse 54, as a group of Samaritans refused to welcome Jesus into their village, James and John asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? Of course, Jesus rebuked or scolded them big time. In this short account, we see someone who not only lacked patience, but also one who felt he had power influence, calling on death to be upon those who didn't like their teacher. He was also one that we would call these days as filingero, someone who was very confident, even overconfident of his relationship with Jesus that in Mark chapter 10, verses 35 to 39, he, together with James, arrogantly asked Jesus, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask, telling him, Let one of us sit at your right and the other to your left in your glory. Not only did the ten other apostles become very irritated with them, Jesus again calls them out saying, Whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. John was a man who was tempted as any of us would have been had we been that close to Jesus. In many instances, brothers and sisters, we are just like this apostle, 
overconfident in our relationship with Jesus that we think that we can influence God and call upon His power against those whose beliefs are not consistent with ours. Often, we are overconfident of our holiness that we demand a place of honor where that honor is not ours to take. One word comes to mind as you reflect on the life of the Apostle John. With all the good and the not so good that he has done. And the one word that I wish for us to reflect on today, Holy Tuesday, is this. Humility. Humility to follow the Lord to the cross. Humility to receive the corrections of Jesus. Humility to declare the good news. Knowing that all we can do, we can do only the power of the Spirit of the Lord upon us. My dear brothers and sisters, Jesus loved John the Apostle, and Jesus loves you. No temper, no arrogance, no overconfidence, no amount of being feeling error would ever have the Lord love us less. No weakness or sin would ever remove the desire of the Lord for us to receive our heavenly inheritance. But to receive the glory of the Lord also means that we need to die to ourselves. To embrace being the beloved of Christ is also to embrace everything that Jesus is and stands for. To embrace being beloved is to bring oneself to greater humility, knowing that without Christ, we are nothing. And with Christ, we can do everything. St. Paul, in writing about Jesus in Philippians 2, says it so eloquently. Jesus, who though being in the form of God, did not count equality with God, but rather emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even to death on a cross. The temptations for John may have been overwhelming, but the grace of Jesus overcomes. And as they were true for this apostle, so would they be true today. Truly with God, all things are possible. If you are blessed today, do like and share this page so that many more may hear about this great, great, great love of God. God bless you, brothers and sisters, and may you have a meaningful Holy Week.